2: This is a crowd podcast.
3: What's occurring, mate? What's occurring? How are you, big man? Good, it's been a while. It's been a while. I don't know when the last one we did was. This Tom bloke is kind of steaming in on our patch. Mate, I know we've been uh, me with him, you with him, but now the dream team is back together. So here we go. I got, you said, you called you and Tom the dream team the other day, mate, so I think you're, uh, you're playing us both uh, here. Playing all angles, mate, just keeping yeah. people happy, you know,
2: but <laughs> don't tell him, but yeah, we're the real dream team, don't worry. Exactly, mate, exactly. I know, I know what Simon Bread's buttered. <laughs> so what's, uh, well,
3: let's get into it. Today, absolutely mental day, wasn't it? Yeah, to be honest, I didn't see much, but we had, uh, because we did six hours today, but at the calf stop was when it was sort of all kicking off at the start and there was a breakaway and they said, oh, Kwiato's in it. And even though he was a teammate, I kind of didn't really want him to do well, or at least top three because of Dipluski's predictions. Because I was like, not again, not again, surely. But but no, I did want him to do well, to be fair. But um, no, I was just... Getting a coffee It was on in the TV I had a look And I was like What's going on here? Because it was like Pog and Vingegaard And um, Skelmos And there was like Loads of like GC guys Like sort of going across this break And I was like What the hell's happening here? It seemed like a crazy old start Yeah it was It was manic I had um
2: I had an easy spin this morning So I got to watch I was like right I'm going to make sure I watch the first Hour or so And uh yeah, it was just this this group was materialising, and then Barde tried to jump across, and it just a natural selection on the climb. And suddenly it was like you say, um, Poggy, Vinny, Simon Yates was there, uh, put the pressure behind. Bora had to close that down. Um, obviously with Yatesy in there and, and them two boys, so it was it was just full gas,
3: mate. And um, did we ride as well? Ineos today? I saw them riding for a bit, but it was mainly Bora, was it? No, early on, I, I, uh, I was kind of
2: off and on then because I, I, was, I was in the barbers, I was got a fresh <laughs> new trim, so I missed that little bit. But um, yeah, and, and with Creato being in the break, like you say, it was, it was like I was egging him on. Obviously, you say it tongue in cheek, but uh, I, was, I was the same <laughs> bit like, oh, fucking Duplusky again, you know? But I, <laughs> I actually messaged Creato last night because I was going to predict him. And uh, I messaged him, mate, we got this prediction thing, are you. You all guns blazing tomorrow. You're in for it. And about an hour passed. He hadn't replied. I messaged him again. Hey, mate, what's the crack? And he was like, Yeah, yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in for the stage for the breakaway, but but don't predict me. You got to be invisible in the in the breakaway. You have got to be invisible. So so don't say my name. Don't don't predict me. So <laughs> I would have That's... actually predicted Guevara myself,
3: but I wasn't allowed. Man, he's got a lot of respect for what's occurring. Then he thinks it. He obviously. A lot of people in the peloton must be listening to it. If he's saying that, I know. Yeah, Jack.
2: <laughs> I reckon there's one or two though. You know, I reckon there is a few. Maybe you know, I, I guess it's cycling it's,
3: enthusiasts. Yeah, I guess it's more press in it. Like if they see that and they might, and they know you've spoke to him or something. I don't know, but yeah, yeah I think he's thinking it, too much into it. Any bit, but. It, it did make it did make me chuckle. But um,
2: yeah. I also then just before the the breakaway did go. There was this descent And uh, Mahoric and Philippe Go off the front Descending like nutters And I had Mahoric Didn't I I was oh, like yeah. Go on my son Just send it Send it I was like uh, oh, Desperate for these points here What about Mike it, What about Van Aert? what What's the
3: crack there then
2: That's quite a big Talking point today Because um, Van Aert, For me Raced Uh as if he's going home tomorrow and that's that's the rumor okay so the rumor is he goes home tomorrow for his kid which if he does good luck to him right decision don't miss your kid's birth go home enjoy it lovely jubbly but um he was jumping in the start okay to go in the break but then this when he went with um so so a bit further on now fast forwarding 60, 70 K to go, Alberson start riding, the brakes at three minutes. You're thinking, okay, this is for, this is for Vanderpool because this final climb is too hard for Philipson despite Philipson still being in that group. Then he stops and um, Vanderpool starts riding himself. And I'm still trying to understand why and I just can't figure out why they rode. But anyway, they went down this descent Van Aert's in second wheel, they get a bit of a gap, and these two just ride and kind of stay in no man's land for ten, fifteen k. Um, Vanderpool sits up, comes back, and Van Aert gets caught over the top of the final climb. It was all. It so, so there's two kind of talking points there, like um, you know if yeah where are you if going one does go home. Yeah, it was it was it was it's it's amazing to see because these are the two heroes of the sport at the moment, and them two off the front you know, the commentators were getting hype, but if you take your actual thinking hat on, it's like, what what are you doing here, boys? I, I and, and why Alberson started riding will, for me, forever be a mystery.
3: Yeah, because Connor told me this when we were kind of coming up the last mountain and he said, oh, Van Aert and Van Der Poel have gone away. I was like, oh, from the front. He's like, no, 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 they were in the peloton. And they're trying to go across. I was like, what's the gap? He's like 220 or something. I was like, wow, like, if they get across now cycling is just uh, I, I'm just completely baffled like how they could do that but obviously they didn't um, by the same time I was like yeah where where do they think they're going
2: yeah they did and they didn't really make massive inroads either and obviously the the breakaway well, 15,
1: was yeah well, sorry
3: if it's 15 guys in front all chopping off like you can be as strong as you like but you're not closing that, are you? Like they're not gonna let them jump across, like Exactly. And, and actually what you've seen is when they did jump,
2: the breakaway just sped up, which made it even harder for the Yeah, ball of course, yeah. And you got Bill Bao there who was obviously the the danger G C man at seven and a half minutes. Um he was always keeping it on. Then you had a few you had two there from Israel Premier Tech, so when you have numbers and Kasparaz Green for quick step alongside Alaphilippe Philippe. So whenever you have numbers always you know one guy kind of keeps it going and the other one's for the final so yeah i mean it's great to see because it's these two legends of the sport attacking but when you take a step back actually look at it with a bit of common sense i don't i don't understand
3: yeah funny one that but um what about uh this neil lens hope i'm saying his right name right but he is a strong boy i and when did he go he went he went solo to then got caught like 3k to go or something 2k to go
2: Yeah, he went over the top of the final climb. So 25, 30 K to go. And I was But I was rooting, mate. So tour the Swiss last year, I made friends with him. So it was stinking hot. He came up. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, friend. I don't know if you remember. (laughs) He came up and gave me ice. Yeah, I do. Every race. It's it's one of them stupid jokes where every time you pass him in the race now, I go, have you got any ice? You know, just like (laughs) something stupid. You know, you're riding around. Gent go? and I'll say to him hey mate you got any ice for me? So um, yeah Nayland's friend I was um, <laughs> I really wanted him to hold off and that was super 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 strong if he had any other rider with him or was there was a small lack of cohesion behind he's gone thanks for coming boys hands in the air it's been emotional but wasn't quite to be
3: Yeah because I I think I saw the last 5k and I saw that he was the gap was slowly coming down I was like oh I- somebody told me he'd been away for a while I was like oh come on son like hopefully they mess around but they didn't did they they all worked well together they didn't even think of the finish till they caught him and even then they continued a bit didn't they and there was a few attacks and whatever but Bilbao was always uh, looking the best there and chapeau
2: to him yeah I mean he capitalised massively on the day of course stage win above above and above everything else but you know he jumped up from I think 11th to fifth in GC. Um, Jump Pidcock is now pretty much on the same time as Carlos in fourth place. Um, and also, he's the first Spanish winner since Omar Frile,
3: our teammate, five years ago. 2018. On yeah. Blimey Charlie. That's a mad stat, though. isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. I've got another mad stat for you, not to do with the tour, really. This is what Connor, my coach, told me, so take it with a pinch of salt. But apparently, A French guy Hasn't won A world tour stage race Since the world tour began Like 10 12 years ago Whatever it is Wow
2: That is an amazing stat Uh, I'm trying to prove him wrong now
3: But there's nothing Yeah nothing jumped out on me But people on Twitter Let us know if someone has But If they have It's just Yeah It's mad that when you think uh, of like Pino, Bardet, Anna Philippe. Did Ala Philippe ever win tour California?
1: Obviously. No not. idea, mate. Oh.
2: I remember one year I was there and he was flying, but no, I don't think he did win. I don't think he yeah. did win.
3: Um, wow, that's interesting. Thanks, yeah. Connor. Good for there something. There you go. But um yeah, back to Bill Bow, fair play. First guy since well five years then, isn't it? 2018. That's
2: mad. Yeah, five years, so yeah, I mean, great from all angles for him wasn't it I think stage win moving the GC chapeau that so, man
3: so with this whole GC thing I'm guessing that's why we were pulling like I always, again like I say I only saw snippets but it looked like we were as in Ineos were riding a lot towards the end
2: yeah so just before the final climb really so I think it would have been around that 30k mark we put a guy in the front um, and then we went on the f- pretty much with the whole team on the on the climb, and we used Egan. I think Danny Castro, and it was just a case of uh, not giving away too much for free. I think because obviously Jumbo were just happy to cruise it in. Um, we were kind of trying not to stop him jumping Tom and or Carlos. In, in the end, he sits in between the two. It's a tough one I mean I don't know If he's lost seven and a half minutes already But then at the same time He's only lost two Or two and a half On on our boys Um, And at that point They had numbers to burn I don't know if it falls on the Shoulders of uh, Bora Or Jacob, But Jaco would also contribute early on So I guess if you've got the numbers there um, It's not necessarily a bad thing To kind of limit your losses there
3: yeah, because for Bora, I guess Jai's still got two minutes, is it, on, on Carlos, the best of ours. So they were still relatively content with that, I guess. Who else is up there? Godu, do guess, FTJ. Oh, Simon Yates, yeah. Oh, mate, that's another talking point from early
2: on. Godu blew his load uh, very early on. He was, at this point, you know, there was attacks going, attack and attack and attacking, and maybe 30k into the race, um Godu got popped his whole team waited for him and luckily the break had then gone they slowed in front but he was at 1.2 minutes behind the peloton which still had say 50 guys left in so wow yeah it, it's interesting how guys come out of the rest day um but he had a he had a shocker today and then seemingly as the day went on he got a lot better because he was still there in the final so maybe his team got him out of the shit there but um yeah really bad start for him Mm. mate I think now is a really good time to take a break because after this break I'm going to tell you a poem you ready? (laughs) alright then let's do it
0: (music) plus. Chumba No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: So is this a poem you've written then, mate, or what? <laughs> Give me some respect. I know I'm
2: home alone, <laughs> but I don't sit at home writing poems. Um, no, I got messaged off someone on Twitter saying, would you be interested in seeing my poem I wrote about Cav?" So I said, all right, send it over. So we did a big tribute about CAV the other day, but he sent me this poem. So, uh, his name is Jinky Watt. So I'm going to read it out. <laughs> its name is, okay. the, the poem's name is CAV 35. And before I start, there should be like lines and it should flow a bit, but it's just all come through in one big block. So here we go, make of it what you will CAV 35. The man in green, the manx flying machine. The fans come to have some fun watching the cannonball run. The cheers, the whistle for that manx missile. The blood, sweat and tears overcome those fears. Epstein Barr, now I've overcome that by far. Chronic <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> chronic depression full of stress and tension, tension cycling is my life's obsession. I'm truly a winner on any scale that's richer, and in most races, you see me the victor. Records I must thrive to survive and hopefully achieve number 35. Throughout my career, I've happily achieved a lot, happily achieved a lot, and guess you could say that X marks the spot. As careers come and go, I have plenty to show, and I give thanks to my family, friends and fans, and that I want them to know. And whatever happens from here on in, I'll always remember I came for
3: the win. Oh, well, there we go. That that wasn't too bad, actually.
2: I thought it was quite good. Um, yeah, Jinky Watt. I like that. Thanks for sending that over. Um, lovely tribute to Cav, number 35. So, uh, yeah, there we go. And I, I read it quite well, didn't I? Oh, mate, you could get a... Uh
3: can you get a job reading poems or something like that get a gold medal in the ice steadford yeah there's something out there for you mate when you stop yeah smash that Um, yeah so back to today or maybe tomorrow or I don't know Um, well I think we've done today now haven't we basically (laughs) bloody hard stage by the looks of things and it looks like a lot of teams rode a lot of teams were under stress or putting other people in stress so and none of
2: us got predictions right so also today in that you know they're smack bang in the centre of France in the central massive and for those who haven't ridden in that area for me they're always some of the hardest days and the road terrain and texture is very similar to that of like riding in the UK or really out back in Australia just them hard grinding roads where you don't really flow that well, you know, you're, you're a bit bogged down. So they're always some of the hardest days for me. And also what was a big factor today was the heat, um, well over 40 degrees. I've heard 42, 43 these days, you know, they really whack you for days to come as well, don't they?
3: Oh, for sure. I was going to say a similar road, but you certainly don't get 40 degrees much in Wales, but, um, yeah it takes a lot recovery as well doesn't it like you can go deep and you can underestimate how you know we all i'm sure every team does it you know you weigh yourself after the stage see how light you are see how much weight you've lost in fluid and this and that but um it definitely catch a few people out and people that aren't necessarily acclimatized to it as well as others you know people say pog isn't as good in the heat as other people um just like he's not as good on long climbs as Vingegaard, which, you know, it's, it's six and two threes, isn't it? I don't think there's much in it, really, but there'll definitely be some tired bodies, though, out there, people struggling um, after the heat today, especially if it's hot tomorrow as well. You know, those back-to-back days is what really knock you for six sometimes, in it? So, um, do you remember that stage in Town Under when the heat got you? <laughs> oh man who were you out the back you were Schleck weren't you yeah it was the most
2: expensive gruppetto in the world it was um, me (laughs) Andy Schleck in his prime Um, oh there was another big there was like four of us and it was me just turned pro shit kicker and three absolute weapons but uh, oh man I was (laughs) so whacked that
3: was when you had the jersey wasn't it yeah, Sterling stage it was, yeah. It was, it was a hot day. It was um, a hot day. Yeah, I remember you at the finish, just like you're looking through people just sat in the back of the bus, just kind of like not knowing where you were. Mate, I think that's one of the worst
2: I've ever been after a stage still. And it's probably yeah. 10 years ago. It started kilometre zero up this highway climb. She had the jersey, he was controlling. And then all of a sudden, lights went out quite a long way from home. I don't know, 50k to go. And I just couldn't ride at all. And I got to the finish. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know where I was. Just, yeah, looking into space. Yeah, mate. So it'll be a lot of guys like, well, not quite like that, but... On these super hot days, like we had a super hot day in Occitanie. And I lost, like you say, you weigh before the stage in the morning and you weigh after the stage. And one day I lost like three kilos. So I think mm-hmm. it's going to be the same for some guys today. And, you know, here on the radio, guys eat and drink. And it just it's like, well, of course, yeah. But I think just getting the basics right for a lot of guys now after a day like that before tomorrow and if you don't you're going to be in a hole tomorrow and it could be depends you're up it could be game over in the GC or for the race or whatever so yeah days like this just absolute kill you on the day and kill you on the days to come so eat and drink boys
3: yeah and it's not necessarily the leaders that feel it the most actually it's guys like you who are helping because the leaders if they want a bottle they get one don't they someone get someone whereas guys like you sometimes it's like oh yeah have mine and then you're like oh I'm running a bit low I've got to get one and oh, I'll just wait for this feed whereas if the leader asks you you just go and get one you know what I mean so it's uh yeah it's not necessarily the leaders because they just waited on hand and foot really little princesses aren't we really whereas you boys kind of like just
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um but yeah, I think sometimes like, the guys working for the leaders can underestimate it sometimes and forget about it themselves almost. So for sure, there's going to be a few tired bodies out there. And um, But yeah, seeing what we're talking about tomorrow, let's have a quick, I just had a quick look now. And well, you'd say on paper it'd be a sprint. But you just don't know, do you? Like. You think the sprinters like you think the sprinters teams would commit when you like say Lotto with Caleb, Albasin with Phillips and Jayco, maybe maybe not. I don't know because they got GC aspirations as well. But it's the one thing that cracks me sometimes when sprinters teams are like, ah oh, yeah, well we'll see we'll see what the break is and then we may ride may ride may not. It's like if you've got a sprinter with a real good chance of riding, commit. You've got eight guys. You can have at least six on the front with another two or three teams. You can make happen what you want. You know what I mean? You can get the right breakaway to go. Or you just gamble and like, oh yeah, we'll see, we'll see. And then there's a breakaway of 15, 14 guys and then you've got to try and bring it back. And it just makes life so much harder. Like I don't see why teams don't just commit sometimes. Like Even in the press, say, yeah, we're going to ride for a sprint just because that, Word gets out, word gets round, then puts a bit of doubt then in people's minds that are trying to going to go on the break. You know what I mean? Like, whereas if you're like, ah, oh, yeah, we'll see, then guys like, for example, off the top of my head, Fred Wright will be like, wow, oh, might be a chance today then, because they're not definitely going to ride, and you know what I mean? So, um, I agree hundred percent. I think the stage is a little bit in the balance. Um,
2: obviously, the one the name that's on everyone's lips is is, um, Jasper Philipson. And then, you know, for me, if you're on that team bus, you're like, even if we have to control this whole race, even if nobody rides with us, we are all in because we've got no other option. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, we've got nothing in the GC, we've got mountains coming, we go all in today and we get through the next days. Um, You know, what a team like Lotto Soudal might fear is that I mean, it's his birthday today, Caleb, 29. Happy birthday, but But he got dropped after 500 meters today. Um, and Jacobson shortly. After 500 meters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shouldn't laugh, but...
3: <laughs> Jesus, Jake,
2: that's a hard day. So I wished him happy birthday this morning. I said, oh, it's going to be... Uh, it's not going to be the best day, is it? No, no, it's going to be horrible. And then after 500 meters, I seen him get dropped. Oh, I took a picture of the TV <laughs> and sent it to oh. him and said... Have a have a, have a good one, mate, or something. I just thought oh, you you poor bugger. But um That's not nice. know, that's gonna be playing on the back of Lotto Sudal's mind. But at the same time I hundred percent agree with you. Lotto Sudal. They back Caleb for the sprint, they ride with whoever they have to ride with, commit all in. Otherwise what? Put someone in the brake and you're rolling the dice then, aren't you? Yeah. Their best chance is still him. Um So it's in the balance, but I don't know, if, are we doing predictions yet or should we do take a short break and uh, let us have a think?
3: Yeah, just, just before that quick break, sorry. What about Quickstep? What do you reckon they're going to do? Because they're similar, aren't they? They could actually send someone in the break or they're the type of team that I find annoying. They'll be like, try and get someone in there. If they don't get in there, then they'll look for the sprint. I think normally they're quite... I wouldn't say normally they're like
2: that, actually. I would say normally, if they have a sprinter they're one of the teams who commit 100% for that cause. But, but the only difference is, is yeah. Jakobsen's had this crash and he doesn't seem at the same level he was previous years or last year, yeah, for exactly. example. Yeah. So, yeah. so they might play that card tomorrow, you know, and to be fair, they have got great options to go in the break. Um, you know, Ala Philippe. As green, these guys, if they do go in the break, they can win from there, but I'd still back Jakobsen if I was them.
3: Yeah, me too. Right, let's have that break, Sam. So. Radio.
2: Well, hello, everyone. I just want to tell you about Just Ride, a brand
0: new cycling podcast from Red Bull. My name's Rob Warner. And I'm Elliot Jackson. You might know us from Downhill Mountain Biking, but our new podcast is all about cycling. Full stop. So
2: whether you're a mountain biker, roadie, BMX, a trackie, graveler, bike packer, or even if you just flipping love commuting on your awesome city bike or one of those folding things... This pod is for you.
0: We'll be bringing you crazy stories, big name guests, and we hope to take you out and about to some major events across the biking world too.
2: So come and join the fun on Just Ride from Red Bull.
3: Just while we're doing adverts, I've got something to plug. I will be on stage this November in Cardiff and in London for the GTCC live tour. And you can get your tickets now. Tom, you're going to be there, right? Yes, I will. Fact. So this is your chance to join the Geraint Thomas Cycling Club in person for the very first time. Yeah, you do not want to miss our very first live show.
2: Yeah, and that's not all. If you buy a ticket today, you will get a signed copy of G's new book. It's out in November, and it's all about the greatest
3: rides you can do on your bike across the world. You'll basically be pre-ordering that, and you'll get a copy signed by G himself. So if you want the book, and you want it signed then get a ticket for the live show. So, we are in London on November the 6th. And in Cardiff on November the 7th. GTCC Live, the greatest ride, coming soon to a stage near you. As long as you live near London or Cardiff.
2: Right, G, just before we do go to predictions, I'm just gonna whack you with two questions. First one, mm. who's going to win the Tour de France? Pog. Second one, who's going to finish third in the Tour de France?
3: Oh, that's tough. Jai. Interesting. Ah. Oh, gee, I'm going to have to see him. Interesting. I think Simon Yates could be a real big threat. And then, you know, you've got Carlos Tom. Ah, I'd, yeah. Interesting. Maybe Simon Yates thing is I, I what happened on stage 9 what were the gaps there like Jai was dropped from those 3 weren't they those 3 were pretty much together yeah, as so it in was, Carlos Tom and Yatesy. E- yeah and Yates.
2: correct yeah. so there's 2 big dogs and then Carlos Simon and Tom were all within a stone show of each other and then Jai was behind yeah
3: yeah how far behind was he don't know mate Uh 'cause because then you got the TT as well I think Simon Yates is probably the best TT out of all them and then the climbs they look fairly similar I'm going to change it I'm going to say Simon Yates based on TT as well mate that was going to be my pick even though I asked the question I still had an answer answering <laughs> my own question and um, what about the winning the tour I think Pog I think you? Pog yeah yeah because I just think Vingegaard has a jersey and you'd think he'd have more morale but it seems like the last two big showdowns Pog's got the better of him and I think he's got the momentum at the minute But as we've seen in the first week, so much can change, can't it, day to day? So um, it's going to be exciting one.
2: Yeah, but I mean, if you look, okay, today was stage 10. There's been one day where Vinegar took time and every other day they've either either been the same, like a bunch sprint or something, or Vinegar or Poggy's taken time. Poggy has taken time on probably five, six of those days. Okay, early on it was little bonuses. Then the last two mountain stages he took time. So, actually, if it was a football game, it would be
3: 5-1, 6-1. Um, yeah, but it's kind of, you know, going, if you think about rugby, it's like Vingago had some outrageous try, whereas Pog's been sort of like chipping away with penalties, penalties, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, because Vingegaard when he took that time, crikey, he didn't have get that time and you know he had the whole descent all the flat he spent a lot of pennies didn't he whereas Pog yeah he did rides and chase for a while but then he had the help from other people and stuff and Vingagor definitely felt that like the next day but yeah no I, I get what you're saying it's just it's an interesting one isn't it I mean it, what's
2: great about it is that we're at stage 10 of the tour and we're still having this conversation um, you know after that first uh, first big blow that Vinegard, um, when when he whacked it, it's like, well, you know, what's going to happen here? We still back Poggy, yeah. but since he's turned it around and he's looked the better man, but who knows? It it, it is literally, it was a toying cost at the start of Tour de France, Tour de France, and it's a toying cost now. But like I said at the start, I'm Team Poggy through and through, so uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with that, and I go Yatesy for a similar similar reason you said, really.
3: Mm, mm. by the way mate those people are listening I'm getting a massage I don't know if you can tell but check out my guns there just seeing them look at that <laughs> look at those guns mate that's that's this altitude in Andorra is doing the world of good for my uh, beach bod is it anything well my guns anyway is it anything to do with spending two weeks away from your missus and having a single
2: room <laughs>
3: <laughs> I did have cramp in my hand earlier as well yeah, yeah. dirty bugger dirty bugger uh but the sun's shining though Sun's shining up here which is nice yeah how's it going over there mate all right we had six hours today like i say we got the whole group up here now not just me and ghana saw max were here for maybe three days which was really good it didn't really feel like a camp and you know it was pretty chilled and took max to the lake he actually so we drove down a couple of hairpins maybe so we're at 2400 meters here we probably went down to about 2002 or 2001. And there's this path that kind of leads it drags up dips down drags up and then you got to the lake and he wanted to ride his bike so he's riding it and he's like (laughs) you know proper panting and uh yeah he managed to get up this little slope anyway and um yeah i was thinking next year before his sports day i'm gonna bring him up here (laughs) he can come on altitude camp with me (laughs) he's gonna absolutely smash sports day yeah but um no it's nice to be fair I I gave Andorra a lot of stick um, early on but when the sun's shining took him down to like a river as well and just messing about in the river and yeah no it's 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 nice nice when the sun's shining well there we are sports fans 2024
2: Max Sports Day Egg and Spoon he's going to set a world (laughs) record he's going to set a world record (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: I'm going to have to start training as well training my sprints because yeah I can't run I definitely can't sprint so
2: oh for the father's gotta bit gotta be
3: up there in the dad's race yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 can you imagine getting smoked by a couple of dads that'd be embarrassing wouldn't it yeah as long as you finish mid pack it's alright
2: but you don't want to be you know map- oh, I gotta win mate I've got standards like oh, maybe that's the difference I'd be you know if there's 10 guys as long as I'm the top as long as I'm the top eight. As long as I'm top eight, <laughs> it's
3: all right, isn't it? don't already watch watching uh,
2: and me being last, but I mean, I'll take seventh.
3: Uh,
2: yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so I'm last in the GC, joint with you, but because um, hmm. on the pecking order, my name's actually at the bottom, so that means I get to pick first, right?
3: What do you mean on the pecking order?
2: Well, jo- George um, sends a tweet out of the list of the five of us uh-huh. um right, right and me and you are both on two points, but actually
3: i'm at well, the how bottom. did you how did you get your two points uh was it for a second place or two thirds? I don't actually know uh who did I have I had Caleb one two thirds okay, yeah, so you you can be at the bottom then on um points because I've had a second place, so uh, okay um yeah, so yeah, you get to choose first, okay, I've been picking on the dogs a lot,
2: but I'm dead last I've been picking on like passion and finesse as opposed to actually thinking with my head but tomorrow I've just got to be greedy and I've got to go Go I've got to go Philipson yeah
3: Yeah, bastard
2: I I mean Um, if if you're looking at this realistically he's won three stages the team's going to go all in for him if it does come down to a bunch sprint he's the fastest so bam boring pick but there we have it taking his top off, showing me his guns. God, well, you think we, look like, <laughs> yeah. we look like a right bear with our tops off, don't we?
3: Oi, <laughs> oi. Uh, um, yeah, Philipson, that's a good shout. I think I'm going to stay with, I'm going to go for a bunch sprint as well. Um I think with Philipson's as well, like you say, he's climbing well, I'm riding well as well, isn't he? So even if it's a hard day, he's still going to be there. Do you I know
2: where I um, would, let's have a look do at Do you know I would go, if it wasn't, if I, other than Phillipson would be Wout yeah. van Aert but then you don't go in because he might be going home but if, if not if yeah. not him you'd probably go Wout wouldn't you but the risk is he's not on the start line
3: <laughs> yeah no I think it's good I'm going to go for a bunch sprint come on sprinters teams pull your finger out make it a bunch sprint and Caleb and Jakobsen have had hard hard days Um you know, calves no, not there. Um, Mads, Mads will we travelled well. Mads, yeah, yeah. Um, How far out is this climb? Nah, no, it's not far. I'm gonna go Caleb. I'm gonna stick with Caleb. I think, uh, yeah, he's definitely got the speed. Oh, this Bauhaus dude. Um, no, Caleb, Caleb's my man. I mean, when you actually look at it, you got okay it's quite up and down but it's not
2: that you've got three categorized like... climbs mate 1.9 at, yeah. 9 at, at five percent 2.9 at 4.6 1.6 at 5.4 i mean if this
3: ain't a sprint then god knows yeah but look at these first two you do the cat four and then it keeps dragging yeah. up that's horrible isn't yeah. it? i mean for like a sprinter who's thinking all right yeah get downhill now top of the climb but no still got 10k mate. yeah that second climb
2: goes from 300 to over 600 so yeah 350 meters climbing um but that's after 45k i th- i think
3: if all the sprinters teams come together it should, it should, yeah. it should and be the a mentality the mentality of sprinters as well like today they they thought they knew it was a breakaway day so they kind of you know it's different you know when you look at cav or caleb like their mentality when it comes to like right well, i gotta survive today or um I'm actually going for the win today. It's completely different in it. They can properly go deeper and they can commit so much more. So, Gee, I, this could be
2: helping you here. I just scrolled Twitter Um and here's a quote. Vinegar about the rumours about Wout van Aert. He quotes, I can tell you
3: he's not going anywhere. I don't, I don't uh, know if that changes your pick, mate. Um, oh, It kind of does, but no, I, I feel I should still go for my the panache yeah Caleb Caleb's son he's my man he's been on the GTCC he was um, talking it up as well I told him to be controversial he definitely gave me a sack. so he's my man Van art has been on it as well but yeah Caleb boy come on alright lovely job anything else to add mate Should we call it no mate just going to finish this massage now and then it's Pavel's birthday as well as well as Caleb's and he's taking us out for dinner so that's going to be nice oh lovely
2: well enjoy your dinner mate enjoy your altitude camp and um, yeah we'll be together a bit
3: more won't we next couple of pods I think so uh, speak to you in a few days bud alright bud we've got a special guest coming on as well the pluski's going to host one of the pods as well I'm not sure which one but keep your eye out for him ear out for him we'll try and get more than five words about out of him this time shall we (laughs) yeah we'll find out his secret to prediction as well yeah. I he, reads like, the, but. he I know this I know his secret, he reads the newspapers. Yeah, he reads the newspapers and goes for the favourite, yeah. Yeah. Scum. Alright. Chiba. Da da.